there were six or eight VPs and a programming team in the room. And they listened and they took notes. And they were there all day from first thing in the morning till the slug me meeting at the end of the day that we also got to participate in at Waltham. And it was an incredible 12 hours of true dialogue. Yeah. Hi there, this is the SolidWorks Born to Design podcast, a collection of inspiring stories about those who create, build, invent, and engineer new ideas into actual new products. And by the way, they all use SolidWorks. I'm your host, Cliff Medling, and this episode is titled, How the User Forum Changed the Course of SolidWorks Software. I'm talking with Rick Becker and Dennis Dohan, who started a movement on the SolidWorks Forum that changed SolidWorks applications. The movement was simply called One and Two which comes from the top two enhancement requests from users on the SOLIDWORKS forum. Let's jump right in and hear their story, or should I say, their side of the story. All right, we're gonna jump right in. Yeah, let's start with you, Rick. What, your, your background, how did you get into this business? Well, I, I long story. When I got into this, freshman year of high school, I went to a technical high school, and uh, we went through all the trades, there were like 14 different trades, and you picked your top three, and I got put into number four. So <laughs> I didn't get my top three, and I ended up in machine shop. And it ended up to be quite a wonderful thing for my life because I, I learned to love making things out of metal. And very complex things, very complicated things, very simple things sometimes. But I learned how to become a tool and die maker. So I was tool, became a journeyman tool and die maker. From there, I started my own company for a few years. Uh, then I went to work for one of my customers as a design engineer. And my very first software, something 30 years ago, was Hewlett Packard's ME10. Hope I can say a product placement here. So the Hewlett Packard's ME10 back then was quite innovative, but it was a flat 2D uh, drawing board, but it had a wonderful macro language in it. And from there, I went to uh, CAD Key and Key Creator and that is a freeform model. So I learned how to... Yeah, I remember CAD Key back in the day. Yeah, yeah. I was in college using CAD Key, yeah. CAD Key was, was groundbreaking in its day. Uh, the world's first true 3D, 3D software. Yeah. And it, it set a lot of ground. But it's freeform instead of history-based, which is a very, very different world. It actually made the transition to SolidWorks much harder for me. Uh, I spent uh, two weeks going through tutorials and reading everything I can, and at the end of all that, I couldn't make a block to save my life. I was totally lost in it, because I couldn't get out of the paradigm of freeform modeling and into history and feature-based. Um, once I took some classes, and there's my other advice for new users, is join your local bar, find your local bar and join a class, especially the beginner's class if you're truly good. But once I took that beginner's class and I took sheet metal, I took a couple of other ones after that, uh, I came to understand how it all works. And it is an amazing tool once you truly understand it and you start to see the depth of it. And I just absolutely love SolidWorks today. That's great, great. Thank you, Rick. How about you, Dennis? Well, <laughs> if my wife were here, she'd love to answer this question because <laughs> She's known me for most of my life, but uh, prior to that, when I was a kid in grade school, I knew I wanted to be an engineer and inventor before I even knew it was called engineering. And uh, I got into high school, took all the drafting I could, and, and then uh, finally I made it into my engineering program at, at college, and I was loving it. I was having a great time. But uh, I've been in, in product development and 
having the opportunity to be creative all my career. I'm, I've got a bunch of patents and uh, finally I'm doing some for myself instead of for my employers. I've got a, a way of looking at things that and seeing things that other people overlook. People talk about the low-hanging fruit. I go to the back of the tree and I look at the low-hanging fruit that other people didn't even think to go pick. <laughs> and then I go climb the tree and I get the high-hanging fruit. Uh, but uh, I'm, I'm always looking for a different way of approaching a problem. And uh, I told my last boss, I said, when you hired me, you hired a lazy malcontent. He goes, well, you're one of the hardest working guys I know. I said, no, no, you don't understand. I'm lazy because I'm always looking for an easier way. I'm a malcontent because I'm never quite satisfied. And uh, so he, he liked that answer. But there comes a point, too, when there, there's an old adage, you have to shoot the engineer because they just kind of want to keep improving, keep improving, keep improving. So there comes a point when you got to get the product out the door. So that's always one of the challenges for, for engineering, and you gotta you got to learn to balance things. All right, so I want to dive right into this one and two thing. You guys, want, who wants to take a stab at starting of, uh, where did this all start? Well, one and two started at uh, SolidWorks World 2017 preamble, where they run the top 10 list on the SolidWorks forum, and users spend five weeks putting ideas in, and then users spend five weeks voting for ideas, and the number one and number two ideas were uh, fix the bugs and get more stability. And those two had more than double the votes of anything else, and it seemed to be an overriding theme on the forums that what's really missing from the 2016, 2017 versions of SOLIDWORKS was stability and lots of bugs. So we wanted the movement was, let's get all the developers doing nothing but working on that for one release, and let's see what happens. Of course, that's an unreasonable request. you got to have innovation and new things, but it was the movement that started. And there are hundreds of posts on that forum uh, under 1-2 banner, uh, just talking back and forth about 1-2. Yeah, yeah, and so Rick started it, and I jumped right in. Neither one of us were going to SOLIDWORKS World, so we wanted people who were to carry that chant, one and two, one and two, because it was important. And we, I had serious problems. I had such problems on 2017 that I had to revert to 2016, and I never had to do that. And so I was just livid. And uh, I wanted some relief. I wanted this problem fixed, because I can understand bugs with the new feature, the infant mortality. But what I cannot understand and cannot accept is when I go to a new release and now I'm having problems with stuff that I've never had problems with before, tried and true stuff, tell me where that's acceptable. It was not acceptable. And so we raised our voice because that was our only place for a voice. Yeah. Our forum is going to, I mean, our VARs are going to say, yeah, you got a problem. Uh, maybe we'll help you with it. But the forum, we could get other people to chime in with their information saying what their particular issue was so that SOLIDWORKS would be listening to us because we know they do monitor the forum and I'm grateful that they do. They respect it though because they don't they don't stomp on us. They let us use the forum and when they do chime in it's always very good, very contributory but uh, they let us air our grievances and they listen to us. So you, you definitely, as you mentioned earlier, you created a, a movement on the forum. Yeah. So let's talk about if you guys knew each other beforehand on the forum. Okay. No, we had really just met on the forum, and we met a lot of people on the forum. You get to get to know them to some degree. But Rick and I never met face-to-face -face until 
November 15th when we were both invited to Waltham to talk to the developers about one and two. But uh, we'd met other people on the forum here at SolidWorks World. But we, you know, we know their names. Like we met Deepak Gupta yeah. and uh, Michael Lord and Todd Blackshire. You know, but so you know, it's uh, just just for the record, for those who don't know, Waltham is outside of Boston, the the North America headquarters for Dassault Systems and the headquarters for for SolidWorks, so America. So, so you guys met there for the first time. Right. The two of you were invited to come and t tell us about that experience. Well, we we were invited because of that post one and two, and I think it was because Rick and I had been voices, very ardent voices for this issue. But we were also, how do you we, want to say We were it? passionate voices without a hint of disrespect or a hint of malice. Right. Our goals were genuinely and truly to make the software we use every day better. Right. To get rid of the bad stuff, include the good stuff, and we, no matter what was thrown our way, we would deflect it and not get mean. Right. Nasty, profane in any way. Right. We were and kind of monitor not monitoring, but we were kind of shaping the conversation by not encouraging the, the stupid stuff and encouraging the stuff where people had good substantive things to say and and so I think that the guys on at SolidWorks recognized, hey, we were two just like you said, passionate voices that were reasonable people to deal with. <laughs> and how did they originally reach out to you guys? How did SolidWorks reach out uh, to you? Richard Doyle yep. sent us a forum message, a private message between just the three of us saying we'd like to invite you to come and visit with the team at Waltham. It's part of our customer outreach program and we'd like to invite you in there. Uh, me being from Connecticut, I drove up. They had to fly Dennis up from Florida to get there and put us up in a hotel room for a night or two, and we met with an incredible team of people. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that was remarkable was who was in the room and how long they were in the room. And who wasn't. And who wasn't in the room. Right, marketing people weren't in the room. No salespeople. No salespeople. No, no business side people. It was and, all and product nobody, development. Nobody trying to shape our conversation. Right. They, they were six or eight VPs and a programming team in the room. And they listened and they took notes. And they were there all day, from first thing in the morning till the slug me meeting at the end of the day that we also got to participate in at Waltham. And it was an incredible uh, you know, 12 hours of true dialogue. Yeah, and we without, didn't pull any punches. Well, we didn't. We, we hit hard, but fair, and they listened, listened accepted, took notes, and. Uh, didn't try to sway our point of view on things. Right. So that was was remarkable. And we've got a follow-up conversation with them tomorrow night. Yeah. You know, I think uh, what I'm expecting to hear is more of their plans about what they've done in response to the quality issues. Well, a big a big nod to, to Dassault and SolidWorks because 2018 came out and it truly is a step above 2017. Yeah. The, there are no big bugs, there's no big reports on the forum. Uh, I use the forum as a backdrop to see what hundreds and thousands of other people are saying. There are 46,000 registered people on the forum, several hundred active members, thousands that read and participate at times, and nobody is uh, complaining about 2018 like they were 2017. Right. So it, it's, there was a great movement in 
stability and bug fixes, and I appreciate that, and so does everybody else. Yeah, and we told them, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You guys can tell us you're doing all these things, but until we see the improvement, it doesn't mean anything. They're just words until the actions speak. That's great. So, so we're at SolidWorks World. I'm just curious, has anybody just come up to you with the one and two hats that you, these guys are wearing, well, hats that say one and two? We haven't, I haven't been walking around wearing the hat, but, but when we find somebody that, uh, that understands one and two, mm -hmm. we get pictures with them with the hat. <laughs> so uh, we're going to be posting those, I think, afterwards. We are. We're going to be posting for them a lot of pictures. That, that's great. But, I, but clearly they heard, so that's good that they had you guys in. Yeah. That, that's, that's a great story. Well, and they heard in such a large way that they actually invented uh, a new preamble for the top ten this year. Yeah. They a came slider. up with the slider which was a direct result of one and two being, they didn't want to let two slots of the top 10 be used up with the same thing as last year because they knew it would be. So they allowed uh, the users, before you put an idea in or vote, you had to move a slider left or right to determine what percentage of stability versus bug fixes versus new innovation uh, yeah. you it was reliability, to speed, and new features. Yeah, and you know my one and two was you know forty nine percent viability, forty nine percent speed, and you know two percent innovation. Yeah, and I'm mine, still for mine was eighty five percent reliability because without that, the speed is irrelevant. Yeah, you know I, I I told them I said you can you guys can do something to save me a couple of mouse clicks a day, and it'll take a whole year to add up to a, a few hours of savings. Absolutely. But one crash can cost me several hours of work. So that's a bigger bang for the buck is to fix the crashes, to prevent those crashes. And you guys are very satisfied with 2018? So far. So far I've had yeah. some crashes, so but not, not the, the, the cataclysmic stuff I was having. Well, and there's, there's a ripple effect, too. There's been more uh, improvements in 2018 also with the error reporting, uh, help files, the, the, the way they integrated things is, is really improving greatly. Uh, you get more information back, provide more information. Uh, one thing that we came to realize uh, after talking with, uh, with the gang at the Welcome is what will change the future of SOLIDWORKS is people participating, people coming forward, people uh, you, doing crash reporting. Apparently yeah. a very small percentage actually yeah. report the crashes in a meaningful way, if at all. And when you have a crash, there's a box where you can put what you were doing. Do it detailed. Don't just put, oh crap, you crashed me again, because that doesn't give anyone meaningful information as to what was happening. Right. And once we saw these additional improvements going in there, we knew that the message was heard loud and clear. We knew that the, the management and the programming team uh, did make significant progress for it. So. We're very pleased. And, and we had the opportunity, while we were at Waltham in particular, to make some connections with these guys and kind of build a, a relationship. And it's like, hey, I got a deal for you guys. We're not going to abuse this line of communication so long as we get to have a good line of communication with you. And so I've been in product development my whole career. And I said, look, you got to make it easy for people to use or else they won't use it. And so. I've been hammering on them about the enhancement request system, about the knowledge base system, about all these other systems they've got that might be work good from a database standpoint, information standpoint for their developers, but the users hate it. It's cumbersome, it's awful. And the same thing with the problem reporting. We're finding out, 
Well, you guys aren't doing a good enough job of communicating the value to the user of properly using that crash report system. You know, you communicate that, that it's in their best interest to not have a crash, but it's in their best interest to properly communicate what went on so that SolidWorks has good information to work with to fix that crash. You guys haven't done a good enough job of getting that story out. So that, that was an interesting uh, comment because I was just about to ask you what, what advice would you have for people on the forums and new to SolidWorks, but I think that's it. To that's make it. sure that you communicate clearly when you do have a crash. And, and use, it, use the crash report system because it costs you nothing. There's no proprietary information passed and it only can help you help SolidWorks to help you. And what do you, you stand nothing to lose, not a thing. And, and if you got any questions about security and, and uh, intellectual property, it's easy to read the information there that, that will uh, dissuade your fears, okay? So there's no reason not to do this. And it's to your best interest to do it. Well, good, the, guys, that was great, but I, I, want, I want to dig in a little to a couple more questions, but that's, that's excellent feedback, I think. So, so Dennis, you talked about being, you know, you nerd out for innovation. So, what would you say to maybe a new SolidWorks user, somebody who wants to get into starting their own business like yours or doing something more innovative? Any advice you'd have around that? Are you talking about the software or just just from uh, software or in general? Yeah. On on both of them, I would basically say learn everything you can. Be curious. So learn the software from all angles. I'm taking sessions this week on stuff that I've hardly touched because it maybe it'll give me a chance to get into right. using Visualize and, and all of this other stuff. You got to expand your horizons. You never know where you're going to find something that you had buried in the back of your head that can bear on solving a problem that you're faced with right now. So just be curious and learn everything. That's great. It's good advice. How about you, Rick? Advice for new users is be patient. Read everything you can. Run the tutorials. Join the forum. Ask questions. And a users group. Be part of users, your local users group. There is so much valuable information available to learn something and everything that when you run up against a brick wall, you run up against something that's tough, you're not quite sure how to set the options, don't get frustrated. There's answers right at your fingertips. Go find them. They're there. We'll help you. Join the forum. <laughs> that's great. Well, guys, thanks a lot. This, is, this has been excellent. I, I appreciate the time. Thanks for listening today. And remember, if you are a SOLIDWORKS user, you should visit the forum as it is a very lively community where you can learn more from our users than you may think. And you might meet a friend or two. You can find the forum at forum.solidworks.com. We'll be back again soon with more great Born to Design podcast stories at solidworks.com slash podcast or wherever podcasts are readily available. Until then, keep innovating. I really hope that what you heard today has inspired you. If you did enjoy it, head on over to iTunes and search for the Born to Design podcast. And please leave a five-star review so that this podcast will be recommended to more people. This helps us expand the Born to Design community. Thank you.